My name is Charles Latour and you're still tuned to I Am Live. And this is the part of the program in which we can have a dialogue, which we discuss everything that uh, pertains to femininity in uh, this part of the Women's Month. In August, of course, the Women's Month. And the theme for tonight's program is masculinity versus female leadership. Why are men intimidated by empowered women in leadership? Intimidation, I think, is a very, very interesting thing because uh, it sort of reflects more on the person that's being intimidated than the one that's trying to intimidate. Now, some people are intimidating, however, they do not attempt to be intimidating. And that is what we do need to discuss this evening. First of all, are men uh, intimidated by females or women in leadership when that specific person is trying to be intimidating we sort of get that thing from hollywood now a lot of the sitcoms showing this strong powerful woman that needs uh, no introduction and she doesn't need a man in her life and every woman esteems to be that girl uh, and and then you you sort of get there but the way that she's being there or, or the way that she got there she's being rude and she's just nasty and she's not a, a, a nice person to be around with Now, that can be intimidating to men. Why can that be intimidating to men? Because that person, I think, is intimidating as a whole. And that is where we need to be cautious. Because I do not necessarily think that those persons exhibit a character trait which which is Christian, which is biblical. Right? When we are being intimidated by people who are not attempting to be intimidating, (laughs) the thing that happens to us is the fact that then we sort of suffer from a syndrome, um, meaning uh, a lack of identity syndrome, right? So what I mean by the lack of identity syndrome is you you immediately feel that you are not, you don't have self-worth. In other words, you don't have self-confidence. You are not sure in the position which you are appointed to run. And then you get a female boss and then that person intimidates you because you first of all, think that you do not deserve to be where you are at. Now, there's something that's being uh, thankful for and something realizing that I do not deserve this. But there's a different thing in the way that I'm mentioning it this evening in the fact that you don't deserve to be there because you are not qualified to be there or you do not feel qualified to be there. Then women can be intimidating to men, right? Because you feel, first of all, that your identity is being attacked by the fact that you have to submit under a woman. Now, this pertains more to your a healthy psychological aspect of yourself than what it mean than what it relates to leadership and women in leadership. The reason I say that is people that some men can be no not people, men. Some men can be intimidating by women, not by the fact that it's a woman, but purely because of the fact that they are being intimidated. Right, they feel intimidated because they should not be in the position that they are, or anything like that. The second thing um, that why men a lot of times I feel are intimidated by women is that I feel, uh, or that I think that women are very, very, very sure of themselves, and they are no, they are sure of the fact that the world that we're currently living. There was this old song that used to say, it's a man's world. (laughs) So women are well aware of that. And now with the the rise of feminism, healthy feminism, 
women are experiencing different uh, careers, they are taking different jobs, uh, different prospects of their jobs. In other words, we're seeing a lot more women moving into engineering field, meaning that they would need to be uh, on the construction sites or they become quantity surveyors uh, on construction sites. Now, on construction sites, there are less women, of course, than what there are men, because usually in the olden days, it used to be a physically laborious work, right? Uh, you used to be you used to work very very hard on the construction site. Now these men are being intimidated not only for the fact that this well actually only for the fact that it's a woman and that they feel they should not submit under a woman. This is no place for a girl to be. Now when girls are used to that type of thing, I remember I had a friend that went through that and she got used to that type of thing. That the moment when she she gets into a construction site, the moment she gets into her career mode, if I can put it like that, uh, she almost assumes a different personality, willing to fight. You know, she's she's actually always ready to fight because she's so used to fighting all the time in the position that she are and to prove herself to the men surrounding her that she's actually always ready for a fight. And I think we find that very, very intimidating. I think for us as men, we feel that there are certain jobs that only men should do. Right, and then women want to. Uh, women actually then want to prove to you that that's not the case. Uh, we can do all things, and then they just overindulge themselves in proving the fact that they can do these things. Um, interesting with regards to Christians and ministry. I don't know if you've noticed that the the last couple of years, probably almost two decades now, we've seen a rise in missionary work being done across the genders. We see men and women being involved in missionary work. Now, a couple of years ago, it used to be only men. Only men did missionary work. And then these women or girls felt led to go to the mission field and then they needed to prove themselves to work just as hard. They can physically build churches, uh, not build churches with regards to uh, the ecclesia understanding of it. In other words, I mean the 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 personality of it three people getting together in the name of jesus christ is a church they had to build the church they had to lay the tiles lay the bricks concrete and everything so they proved themselves right so i we we had to sit when i were in discussions with a missionary group we had to lay certain founding rules with them like listen you need to understand something when a man comes to you to offer assistance with regards to your luggage it doesn't say He's not attempting to say to you that you are incapable of doing it. He actually just wants to be a gentleman, right? He actually just wants to serve you in such a way. We very often then, obviously, we we felt that being courteous, being a gentleman is being a softy. Uh, that's not the typical type of vibe that we see usually in mainstream media. I don't know if you know uh, the type of movies that, well, to me, I perceive the trend in romantic comedies or in romantic movies now that the boy is usually not a good guy. He's this typical um, bad boy vibe. I'm, I'm thinking, I know it sounds strange, but I'm thinking about Fifty Shades of Grey, um, that Dr. Grey or whoever it was. He was this bad guy. He physically liked to, well, obviously, he physically liked to hurt women. That type of vibe, right? Now we think that when he's bad, when he's he's a bad influence, he's a type of girl that needed to be, uh, he, he, girls wanted that type of guy. So then gentlemen, us, we as men, 
took a step back and said, listen, we are no longer being powerful and stuff like that. And we wanted to be the, we saw being a gentleman as being a pushover. The last thing that I want to mention is something that's very, very interesting. And we should be cautious of this. I'm all for healthy feminism, but we should be very, very cautious of the fact that when feminism actually promotes or, or does not promote a patriarchal system or, or masculinity, when we say that masculinity is toxic, we we are actually then degrading men and that is why men always feel intimidated by women because we feel we cannot exhibit our manly power, be it building churches or carrying luggage. Because we've come to a point, unfortunately, in society that being masculine is toxic. Now, uh, of course, it's almost time for our devotion. And then in the devotion, I will share with you a scripture verse very specifically with regards to where we should find our identity. And then when you find your identity in Jesus Christ, toxic masculinity and healthy femininity is something that would obviously no longer feature because we just want all people to serve Jesus Christ. The first thing I feel we need to interrogate, right, when it comes to this subject is, are there actually men who are intimidated by women in positions of leadership? And if so, why? Sadly, I have to say that I cannot deny that there are many men who are actually intimidated by women in positions of power. There are many reasons behind that, right? One of those reasons being the fact that many men are actually made uncomfortable when women are in positions of leadership simply because they have not been it has not been normalized to them. The fact that it is okay for women to be in positions of leadership in, in, in workplaces, in, um, you know, in spaces of, in social spaces, as well as at church, which I think, and you know what, forget church, but also in, in political spaces, there are women who are able to function very efficiently and effectively in positions of leadership in many different spheres, right? But now we also have to balance that with having the discussion that not all men are like that. Some men actually celebrate women being in positions of leadership. Many men actually um, um, do their best to make sure that women are in positions of leadership and that they are able to thrive in those positions and they encourage them. Because the one thing we never want to find ourselves doing is taking human beings and placing them under this one blanket statement because we are very nuanced. We are very nuanced as human beings. Um, a person can be very good and very kind, but also very uncomfortable to be around um, simply because there are certain mannerisms that they've not learned that are that are that work well in social spaces and that are able to accommodate other people you may find that there's a nice guy who you like who is generous opens the door for you you know he's always a stand-up guy always shows up when you need him but he just can't clean his room or wash the dishes <laughs> and i'm making the point that 
First of all, individuals are very nuanced, very, very nuanced. Some men, you find that they make amazing fathers, but terrible husbands. Some men are terrible fathers, but incredible husbands. And you just can't compute as to how can this person be so great, but at the same time be so terrible. And the only reason I'm even mentioning this is to make the point that human beings are very nuanced. And whenever we speak about whether people are bad or whether people are good, we always need to consider the fact that, look, human beings are nuanced and we need to speak from that position uh, because, yes, it's true that there are men who are made very uncomfortable when women are in positions of leadership. But let's get down to why, right? Because when you understand where that thought comes from, where that pattern of thought comes from, then you can to some degree begin to empathize. And then what's more important, you can begin to build a solution, right? So think about it this way, right? Um, I, I have realized that culture for one, is a big contributor to men not being comfortable with women being in positions of leadership. Culture, social uh, norms, right? If you come from a, a township or from a community that does not condone or promote or speak good about a woman being in a position of leadership whenever you you hear things like you're the you're the guy why didn't you lead them to to the store you know when you were a young kid or or if you are a young kid in high school you often find that if you get lost and then when you get back home and you arrive late and then they're like but you were with them as the man why didn't you lead them um, and help them find the way why didn't you ask people along the way you know you you find those toxic things that don't speak to the fact that some women are actually innately good at it at in leading in certain spaces not everyone is good at leading in every different space remember that because some men are good at leading in some spaces but if you place them in some spaces they're not so good so the point i'm trying to make is that culture contributes a lot because our cultures are not biblical they weren't based and they weren't built upon biblical principles, right? It, it really takes a lot of sanctification for you to reach a place where your culture does not hold you back in, 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 the, in the regard of all those things. First of all, culture, social norms, this depends on um, um, the church you go to, your friends, your family as well. What, what do they say about men and female leadership? Those things tend to not normalize and not create a healthy education when it comes to a female leader. Uh, you know, you'll find that you're okay with be having a female doctor or nurse. Um, but when it comes to a female president, you're like, ugh, you know, you're okay with them operating on you or taking care of your cold or uh, drilling your tooth, something that's so sensitive that could kill you within a snap. But you're very uncomfortable with the idea of a woman being in a position of power. Um, but now here's the thing. When when we think about this, right, this is a discussion that is broad and it's very wide and we can have it in, in, in many different contexts. And what I mean by that, we could talk about women being in positions of leadership in terms of politics. We could talk about women being in positions of leadership when it comes to, you know, at church, which is very important for us to know and understand. Um, in terms of, you know, when we're a group and now we need to be led somewhere, uh, a woman being in a position of leadership, we need to understand what 
are the spheres and the context that affects us as individuals. So you as an individual, which context, and I'm not just talking to men here, right? You might think that men need to deal and and work on this and learn the fact that, you know what, women should and can be in positions of leadership. But the, the sad reality is that even women struggle with accepting the fact that women do make good leaders. God calls women to deliver certain messages, to build certain communities and churches and lead a congregation of people towards victory and towards a certain direction, right? This does happen. And and we need to come to terms with that. Now, if if we're not going to get into the ph- ph- philosophical discussion, right? But I want to just get into understanding what why is it detrimental for us to not acknowledge this, and also just come to understand why do men find themselves in positions where they're made to feel very uncomfortable when a woman is in a position of leadership, and why can why is this toxic? So we've already discussed the fact that culture, social norms, your social context, family, friends, the church you go to, the people you interact with can make you feel very uncomfortable with the idea of female leadership. But when you begin to re-educate yourself, when you study the word, when you go into researching history and actually realizing that many women have actually done well in positions of leadership and they've done so challenging societal norms and they've they've gained victory, they've moved people and communities from one uh, uh, a norm to the other. But the important thing for, for you to sit down and think about is how does this idea of not wanting to see women in positions of leadership affect you as an individual? Um, because this is not just something that affects men, believe it or not. There are some women I've personally heard say some terrible things about the idea of a woman being in a position of leadership. And this is why it's important for us to interrogate because this affects us as individuals. I might find, you know, that's the thing, right? You might be sitting there thinking to yourself, there is no way I'm not that person who... Uh, uh, wouldn't allow a woman to exist in a space of leadership. The, I, I would really urge you not to rush to remove yourself from the, the, the this guilty party. And here's why. The thing is, culture affects us in very subtle ways. Our context and the people we grow up around affect us in very subtle ways that we don't even realize ourselves. And this is why it's important for us to not remove ourselves from the guilty party too quickly. It's important to interrogate whether, like, think about times when, for example, there was a tire that needed to be changed and, and, and a woman stepped up and you were like, no, sit down, it's fine. I'm the person for this job. Why did you say that, right? Um, or think about if, if, if you were ever to find yourself married in a relationship and if your, your, your partner, who is a woman, um, um, has to now be the one to provide or earns more, how would you deal and cope with such a situation? How would it make you feel for people in the public to know that you're not the one bringing in all the money? In fact, you're bringing in maybe just a quarter of the money for the whole family or just a fraction of the money. How would you operate in such an environment, right? And I know this brings about yet another conversation, right? Women who cannot um, um, cope or women who struggle to understand 
understand that not all, not every man will be able to find themselves earning a lot of money because there's a lot of women struggle with that. But we need to discuss this issue of women being allowed to lead because God is able to put them in those positions and they function well, effectively, and they bring victory and they can lead an entire family, community, and group of people towards victory and a better better horizons, right? Uh, or, or I should say spaces where the grass is literally greener. Um, so think about these things and think about how does it impact you as an individual. Personally, I'm grateful to God. Here's the thing. I'm going to use myself as I usually do. Firstly, I can safely say that I don't, I generally don't have a problem with um, seeing women in positions of leadership, right? However, I cannot lie to myself and say that the cultural context in which I grew up in, in South Africa as a young black man, and I cannot lie to myself and say the fact that I've never seen, I don't often see uh, female church leaders. Um, I'm not talking about deacons. I'm talking about the actual pastor or and leader of a church. I'm talking about the bishops. I'm talking about the fact that um, even in Catholic churches, right, you you hardly ever find the the the, the women in prominent spaces of leadership. Leadership. And this impacts my subconsciously has impacted my view of a woman being in a position of leadership. I don't have an issue with marrying someone and being with someone who earns more than me. Um, I mean that, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt whenever we go out and we eat at a, an expensive place and I can't afford to pay the bill. Like I'm not the one who's able to take out all the money, swipe the entire bill, buy the uh, uh, gifts that are more more expensive. That doesn't mean that. And these are things that I need to bring before God and say, Father, I think I'm struggling with these things and you and I have to deal with this. Um, and and I, I need you to lead me towards a path that actually interrogates this and intimidates why do I feel this way? Um, and, and, and that's what I want to do. I want to be able to deal with myself. I want to be able to grow. I want to be able to see an improvement. I want to change the way I speak. How, and, and at the same time, not to do that in a toxic manner, you know, uh, not to bash myself and, and treat myself as though I'm worthless um, for even having such thoughts or think of myself less and, and undeserving, you know, uh, simply for the mere fact that I have flaws and in my thought patterns and I was born in a particular context. Um, the, the main thing is that we need to understand that men were raised in certain contexts and they themselves are victims of these contexts. Um, these contexts have made and have shaped who they've become and this is something that we all need to be mindful of it's something that we need to appreciate i think that's a lovely word um that that um, um i i really would would love to emphasize right we need to appreciate uh men for who they are and uh, for 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 everything that they've been through the situations that they were born in that they were that were not within their control right um, and this means that even though we come across, um, and, and I'm speaking now to both men and women, like even if we come across men who are struggling with this, it's important for us to place them within a context, have grace, and allow them the opportunity to make their mistakes and grow and, and morph and change, you know? 
Um, and sometimes you as a guy don't even realize that you have these issues until you a, a person points them out because you found yourself in a conversation and, and you just let loose your true feelings about a particular topic. And that's okay. That's okay. The important thing is just to position yourself as someone who is willing to deal with that and not just shove it under the rug. Deal with those issues. Um, identify them within yourself and and be vulnerable. You know, uh, be able to express to people that I feel like I have this particular bias when it comes to female leadership. And in, in future, I do pray and hope that we're able to create spaces where women can exist in leadership without any judgment or feeling like they're being scrutinized or feeling as though people are judging them more harshly because they are women in positions of leadership. This is something absolutely important. This is something that is very vital, very crucial, and important for us to create those safe spaces for women within our society.